Welcome to the Assemblée Dance Studio podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. Do you love the podcast content but are looking to get a bit more one-on-one strategy? If that is the case, I really encourage you to check out our monthly masterclasses. Each month, I dive into a specific topic that is going to help you and your dance studio reach the next level. So if you're interested in finding more about that, head to assemblydancestudiocoaching.com forward slash masterclass. Again, each month is a specific topic catered to you and your dance studio all about how to grow and create a bigger, more successful, just more streamlined dance studio. And if that's something you're interested in, you can buy a one-off masterclass. So if you can sort of pick and choose to what topics suit your interests, or alternatively, you can sign up for our membership to our masterclass, which is a discounted monthly price. So whatever you are interested in joining us for, you can check that out at assemblydancestudiocoaching.com forward slash masterclass. Now sit back, relax and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hey guys, it's Clara Shea and welcome back to another episode of the Assemblé Dance Studio Coaching Podcast. In this episode, we are going to talk a little bit about my future dream studio goals in that of a bit more of a physical space. So uh, for those who don't know, we currently have two studio locations and they are amazing, of course. Um, but I have big dreams to bring a, like a performing arts complex to our area. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, what it looks like, and I guess the steps that I currently have to imagine um, to work towards that and some of the things that um, I would like to include. So, you know, this might be relevant for you if you're interested in, you know, one day opening your own studio or, again, whether you have a current space that's working for you now but you're looking to change or adapt in the future or might also give you an idea of, you know, a couple of other things that you might not have considered including in your studio space that potentially could be used by you or hired out to local community also as a different source of income. So if that is something you're interested in, a little bit of behind the scenes, be sure to stay tuned for today's episode. So joining us today, as always, is a lovely Mariah. Yes. And yeah, talking a little bit about our dream studio goals or like in, in I guess, the vision. Today that we're have. manifesting. Yeah, totally. Uh, and I have a couple of things that like I actually do now, which I don't know if I like told you. Yeah. Um, but there's like things that I have on like, a, I guess, a vision board. Yeah. I mostly just have a Pinterest board because... Yeah, you sent it to me. No, no. Oh. But there's a couple of things that I do now that you might find Okay. Funny. Okay, um, I can't wait. Yeah, but yeah, so I guess in terms of like what's going to make this like big space practical, we... It, it, it's not something that I can imagine happening in the next couple of years, but mm. it might be like five years, mm. years. It could happen sooner. Let's, yeah. yeah, let's be we don't optimistic. Know. Yeah, we don't know. But it's, again, I'm making decisions, I guess, now and next year and the year after that that will make a space like this relevant for yeah. our business. So I guess a pain point of ours and of many probably studios is finding venues that can fit us or 
um, allow us for concerts and musicals yeah. and media performances. And, you know, we have a lot on the coast. Oh, not a lot. We have some on the coast that are great uh, and then some that aren't so great and then just generally not enough. But then booked out. Yeah. But that's yeah. the issue that we're having. Yeah. So I guess my first thing is, like, I would love a big enough space that we could have some type of it would have to be small, yeah, but not so small that we have to do seventeen thousand shows. Yeah, so like our own theater. Yes, that's what I want. Yeah, I want our own theater space, but I have already like quite a clear picture in my mind of how it could be converted to studio space. Yeah, for majority of the year. Yeah, so you know those um, retract retractable mm. seats, which again I just know cost an absolute fortune. Mm. So. There's different stages you could do, you know, for the time being, you could literally just pull out chairs. Yeah. Um, as long as you, I guess, have a little stage yeah. that's big enough. Elevated. Yeah, for yeah. your performers. Um, but having those retractable sta- uh, chairs, well, which generally have stairs, yeah. um, is a, a massive thing that I can imagine. And so then we'd be able to make use of the stage space as a studio and then also adapt the floor space into, like, another studio area. Yeah for the time being but again you'd have to be really mindful of the type of materials that you use mm. on the floor to make sure that you know it's appropriate for um dancing and then also appropriate for people to be walking on it to watch a show so like yeah. you couldn't use marley because you don't want to wear heels mm. and so it'd be weird to be like please take your shoes off yeah door. yeah well for some people it might be yeah um, and then you just have so like having your own theater space, you can have so many more little shows or so many so many more things having your own space because you don't need to worry about the cost of a venue or if there's a venue space available. It's the availability. Or, oh, sorry, the the cost is just huge yeah, now. Yeah, but I can understand why. Because yeah, the cost of building, running, managing those venues must be huge. Yeah. Um. But I guess I'm looking at how much I spend every year now. Mm. And if I could put that money into rent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it wouldn't cover it, but now. Yeah. But if we continue to grow, it's probably, like, half. No, for rent, sure. And like, crazy. And then, like, students love performing. Mm. So we could do it more. Offer some more opportunities, you know. We and, would do more musicals, yeah. more performance troupe. Yeah. Rehearsals and solo yeah. nights and yeah. cabarets and, you yeah. know, all of those fun things, which we still do, but you just have to yeah. be like, oh, I don't know if the cost is going to be worth it to the parents. Exactly. Um, I did record an episode with um, the lovely Kim Degenhardt yeah. um, who has her own kind of theatre space. She's still moving into the space and kind of growing and adapting. Um, so I think I saw the other day, you know, she has like round tables, like, you know, yeah. more like a cabaret style, maybe like drinks and mm-hmm. little vibes. Um, and again, she's got a big studio, but it's not like her theatre space is not for like 800 seats. No. Yeah, I think she said it's like, you know, 150, maybe two yeah. you could squeeze in. Which is is not a lot compared to like, some of the venues you can hire, mm. but at the end of the day, I've just can, can you imagine setting up for concert once? I know. Ooh. <laughs> I love that. That sounds. Mm. Yeah, that sounds exciting. Yeah, and I think for some people, this is just like this is just not practical. Like yeah. you know, if you have under one hundred and fifty students, it's just like the expense in the space. It's just yeah. probably not practical to you. Yeah. And and being able to hire a venue is probably more simple. Mm. Um. 
But at the end of the day, though, depending on rent in your area, like if you had a big enough space that then you could hire out to other dance studios and other like, you know, theatre groups and music groups and stuff like that, I think it could be another really fantastic income stream. So that's sort of like the first Mm -hmm. main thing I want. Yeah. I want a theatre that converts into studios. Yeah. I don't even, in my mind, I don't even imagine like how many studios I want. Mm. I don't, which seems weird. I still see three. I think three is a good amount, but three decent size. Yes. So at like our client studio, we have three. Yeah. But we have two that are really great size and then one that's like a little bitty one. Yeah. Um, which still is fine for small groups, yeah. little kids' classes, privates or, you yeah. know, duo kind of for um, older students. But it's yeah. not like you can't say, oh, throw
<laughs> We're just talking. But in, it. Like in Australia, you spend what five, six dollars yeah. on a flat white now. Yeah. yeah. It is crazy. It's particularly crazy it when is. people complain about spending $10 on a class when they spend 5 yeah. or $6. Yeah. And you, like, compare. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm. Um, controversial. Yeah, it is a bit controversial. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so, like, a communal space for the team, maybe that's more used during the day, but then converted to, like, a parent area. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm. we're not sort of, like, you know, at the moment we have our upstairs space, which yeah. no one goes to because it's dumb. So yeah. It's feral. Yeah. I still like the idea of obviously it being like there's like sort of that more lounge aspect mm. and then it going into like the office sort of area and I would for sure ha- put the like parents in um, that sort of communal like lounge mm. sort of area. I've, I'd still probably have a little to the office space. That's just me. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, I'm not within. Okay, sorry. So I've got the communal area which <laughs> okay. is for everyone. You're right. Hangout zone. Maybe more like the entryway, but practical. Yeah. Not at the, well, at the door, yeah. but not really. And then some kind of like private offices, spaces, yeah. whether that's people co-sharing a space yeah. or depending on the type of work someone does, it might be appropriate for them to have like a small office space. And this is mostly just from observing the way people work at work. It's great to have moments mm. and purposeful times of collaboration mm. but at the moment we're kind of an open area yeah. again which is yeah. has its positives and then also doesn't yeah there's a lot of distraction yeah a lot of chit chat about mm. absolutely nonsense mm-hmm. which is fine i like people to enjoy mm. working but i do think it leads to a lot of distraction yeah. and not activity well, not productivity yeah yes 100 percent. so again i don't think it's possible to have like mm. an office for everyone yeah. it just depends on the like the place you find yeah. and the layout um or as well like you know there's I, you know i i get inspiration when i go to those like co-working spaces mm-hmm. like how they make that space work for so many people so there's yeah. like there is like the open space where like that that works for some people mm. and then there's like those little pod spaces for people who need to like focus yeah. or when it's time to focus or maybe like a manager's like hey i won't say the specific person's name which i was just about to <laughs> hey you there <laughs> I, like, you might need some focus time. Yeah. Get in the corner. <laughs> Get into the corner. Um, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And I think I that's definitely me. I, I know for sure that I 100% work better or more, more productive when I'm at home because there's nothing. Mm. But then I also lack that sort of interaction when I'm in the, the office. And it's, yeah, and also it's the balance too. But sometimes even just popping in my headphones and being like, everyone. Did you get new headphones, by the way? Yes, because, yeah. I joined the gang. No, I don't have them. Yes, you do. No. You I, don't have AirPods. Yeah, but they're the old ones. You've got the pros. Oh. Which are like the sound cancelling. Oh, did you also not have cancelling? No. So I can still hear and I get distracted. Oh. But also, I can't listen to music when I work. Right. Yeah, you said you, I I love I music can't. when I work. No, I just I just start listening to the song and then I'm just Right. Like, then you're dancing. And that's, not, yeah. that's not doing anything. Yeah. But, I mean, like, that's also a great way to be like, I'm here, I'm with people. But I need, need to zone out. Time. Yeah. Um, but I also think there's a time and a place, like, you know, it's sometimes quicker for me to get up, walk next door and go to you, yes. hey, where are we at with blah, 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 yeah. versus being on Slack, being like back and forth. like Yeah. And then, like, minutes. they don't answer for 15 minutes. And then you're and, sitting there going, refresh, refresh. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dumb. Yeah. A hundred percent. So it's great, but, you know. Yeah. But definitely um, having, like, the, the both, mm. the both worlds would be fantastic. 
yeah, so shared sort of private office space, mm. you know, area, yeah. chill. Um, and then in my mind, I envisage like obviously like a bathroom and then some more. <laughs> you need no to, toilets. You need to go to the toilet. <laughs> um, but even like, like change rooms. Because right. I find at like 3.30 yeah. and like there's certain times of the day that the toilets are like mm. blocked up and there's like a queue because people are using that as a private change area. Yes. And sort of having a change area is not like I could probably incorporate it at yeah. the moment. It yeah. They'd see it, but uh, yeah. maybe not at one of them, but the other mm. ones. Mm. Um, yeah, just as like a – because they're just constantly changing. They are, yeah. yeah. So I just thought like, you know, toilets – some like change rooms, yeah. Even just like a curtain, yeah. You know, cute, yeah. Maybe some lockers as well for mm-hmm. the kids to be able to like properly put their, put stuff. their stuff away and not it be like strewn everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just keeps it all uniformed. I don't know. I know, like, I know some studios have like student zones mm-hmm. or like special areas. I don't. I don't know about them because when we did use the area upstairs, the kids all used to hang around the reception anyway. Right. They never, like, there would be a couple that would go into their own space. Yeah. But the rest would all just come down into the common area anyway. So, again, I think Mm. that's sort of leaning back to that reception, welcome, common Mm. area that's used for, like, parents. And the older kids probably want some more privacy, but their parents aren't there anyway at that time. No. Yeah, true. I, I when I, I went to a dance studio that had its own um like student area upstairs mm. and we used that all the time. Oh, as a, as a intermediate sort of senior mm. age group for sure. We were always up there. Yeah, I'm not opposed to the idea. I guess again, it just depends on the space and yes. what you need to prioritize. Yeah. So in my mind we could make like a communal area work for like team parents early afternoon and then like seniors more later mm-hmm. evening but potentially again if there was the space a student area mm. whether it be like some desks like a fridge yeah a mi- i think the microwave gets used a lot it does at yeah it does um and well both probably mm. um so that would be something like i also have some like you know I'd love like a, a like an audio studio, like a podcast studio, in terms of being like recording our content yeah. for the studio for the podcast, um, and also again being able to hire that out. Yeah, because like we know from experience, like we use the library, which is great. Yeah, but I think there's like one or two other private ones, mm. which are, you know, yeah, around, but not that there accessible. wasn't much. Yeah. There wasn't much, so it could be a good yeah. option. Now content I guess room. Yeah? a little content room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so I guess in terms of like what I want it to look like, I have a Pinterest board that I add things to. And just because I think for the next place that we go to I want there to be like and I want there to be like an aesthetic yeah. difference. I want there to be like an elevated look. I don't yeah. need to be like uber fancy or like not chandeliers that, that's not the vibe I'm going for <laughs> but like there's nothing wrong with chandeliers but that's not that's really not right. our vibe yeah our, no so I just look at like the studios now and they're, they're great and they're like they serve a purpose and they're practical but there's lots of things that I'm just used to because I've always been that way mm. but a lot of things got picked and put in because at the time I was young and just sort of let people make decisions for me 
One, because I didn't really have a full understanding of, like, the renovation process. Yeah. Like, I didn't know. Hadn't done it before. Yeah. Didn't know. Well, just having the space was exciting for you, yeah. I feel like. And it did seem like such a big project. I didn't know where to yeah. begin. So I wasn't focusing on the the little elements, of that yeah. makes sense, which I think have a massive overall yeah. effect. Yeah. Like, yeah. that bench seat we have at Clown Jar, I literally hate it with every fibre of my being every time I walk in. Get rid of it. I know, but like I just, you know what I mean? There's yeah. other priorities. And yeah. Then as right. well, it always gets to the end of the year and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do X. And then I'm like, oh, it's not in the budget at the moment. Yeah. Like it would be smarter to invest it in this. Yeah. So you just sort of have to get to You the make point. do. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I have a Pinterest board and it has sort of like different things that I like maybe mm-hmm. and like ideas of things that I want to include. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just because I look at it every now and then when I'm thinking about my goals to kind of bring my mm. focus and my vision back. And then there's, like, you know, I'm, I actually am on, like, um, commercial real estate apps, like, semi-frequently. Just looking what's out there. Like, yeah. I, I know probably the thing that are out there now is not going to be the thing that yeah. I have. Well, I, I know for a fact. Yeah. But it just kind of makes me go, like, oh, could I? And I, like, envisage that space. Yeah. Like, could that space work? Like, there is a space that I've been toying up for, like, a year or so um, kind of locally to us. It wouldn't be if it's not big enough. Yeah. This. It's more of, like, another interim, just another location. Mm-hmm. Um, and I drive past it quite frequently. Mm-hmm. You just, like, sit out the front and imagine, like, what it, what would, it would be like. And yeah. whether, like, you know, whether actually is that something that I want? Is that something I think it's yeah. going to bring value to our business? Yeah. Um, like, still free. It's been free for a while. So mm-hmm. I do that quite a bit. Um, and then I also like when you're thinking, I think about this, I'm thinking about the importance of location, like the ambience again, location in terms of like where our current students are. Um, you know, some people might move to that one specifically, but I, I like the idea of sort of like triangulating or kind of spreading ourselves out enough that, um, we sort of now target a new area, but it's not too far for people to travel to for performances and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's something that we would consider as well and something I do consider. Um, what else? I think it's really, again, super tricky, the concept of balancing, like, aesthetically and, like, all your goals and dreams and, like, there's so many people on, like, YouTube and, like, I just watched, this is not to poo-poo on Sarah's Day. Yeah. But I just watched, like, Sarah's Day, like, with their office. Yeah. And I was just, like, like, it's incredible. And yeah. And kudos to them for building that and their business. But I'm just, like... That would have cost a bomb. Like mm. just all of this, like all of the the choices, and like you know they mm. had like a professional designer. Like that's just not really. Yeah. No, it's not in my budget. No, 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 no. <laughs> but like, I, I mean, obviously they would probably be painting ourselves. So yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, that's the half the fun, isn't it? Too. Yeah. yeah. As well, but I think. I mean, obviously, she's on like a whole other oh, level. Yeah. Um, but like, I think obviously loving the place that you I think that's more the point of it too is like loving the place where you're going to go to work majority Mm. of your time like we Mm. spent well I mean half and half now when we work from home and at the studio but when you tend to get bigger and things like that when you have to work at an office you want to be able to like love the space that you're working in because you're going to spend like majority of your time there waking time is spent at work yeah oh yeah like for a human yeah which is wild wild but yeah but that's life yeah and it's just like 
you, yeah, if you love that space, you're really going to enjoy going to work, mm. being there. I mean, I think vibes are high. Everything's yeah. High. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's high. That was weird. <laughs> um, but, but again, I do also like look at again our, our current spaces and go like, you know, how could we freshen, elevate, yeah, like within the walls that we have. Like, yeah, we're not blowing out to like three stories at our current location. No, it's not going to happen. No. Um, but yeah, that's sort of some things. And then lastly, I think about like coming back to our branding, like what it looks like now, where I want to take it, how how we can like elevate it and as our brand develops i want to elevate the look and feel of our space too and that becomes um a massive point of difference to you know mm. who we are and what we do and particularly with our goals and vision in mind of like adding certificate programs and you know mm. musicals and um you know having more of a performing arts complex yeah um which which facilitates Again, this is not the terms that we use it, but like recreational classes, exam classes, performance teams, like all these different kind of areas and things that kids want to go to and like streamlines them all by focusing on them just as importantly. Yeah. Um, so that's something. And again, at the start, when I, I was so young when I started, I was really like led and um, in a good way, but I just sort of let people kind of make some choices yeah. for me because I didn't really know any yeah. better. When now, like, when I look at some stuff, I'm just like, that. That's not you. That wasn't it. No. no. But, like, even, like, since you started, you've had a full rebrand. Yeah. And it's, like, now you can visualize all these things with your new, like, rebrand and all the things that you can do and, like, how it would look. And it's very much, like, you and and this aesthetic now that you've, like, grown into that too. Yeah. And, again, like, it's not to say it won't change again. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a little yeah. bit of behind the scenes or some like a dream. Yeah. Is there anything that I didn't say that you think would be good? No, I'm pretty sure you like covered it like office space, podcast space, um, the theatre. Yeah. We can just see it, can't you? I can. Actually. I know. Yeah. Same. And <laughs> see lots of like some natural lighting, yeah. and some I bolts. The, I see the bank loan as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 um, well, I hope that this gave you a couple of ideas or something to think about if you'd like to add to your studio or at least a chuckle if you think this is hilarious. So um, thank you so much for joining me today, Mariah. No worries. And thank you so much for listening, everybody. I hope you have a great day wherever you are. And I'll talk to you with you. <laughs> I try again. I'll talk with you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Assemble Dance Studio Coaching Podcast with your host, me, Claire O'Shea. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your stories on Instagram and tag the show or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Assemble Dance Studio Coaching. Tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.